Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the limitless one, Jim Murphy! Oh, bask in his glory! Oh, bask in his glory! Oh, bask in Jim Murphy! Oh, what's up, buddy? I'm I'm awake. I'm here. Yeah, I did prolong I, I, the episode I, by quite a bit. Sure, pr- almost completely because I forgot what we were supposed to do this week for the show. I'd spent all day focusing instead on building my new favorite way to enjoy Epcot, which is the Drinking Around the World Draft. It is the official cheapest way to drink around the world, I think. I think the cheapest way to drink around the world is to not drink around the world. Nah, dog. Like war games. Again. The easiest way to win is not play. So, basically, me and uh, close personal friend of the show, Blake Tanner, we decided to have a drinking around the world draft. And essentially, if it was me and you, we'd go round robin. Both of us would pick a country and go down until all countries are given to a specific team and you can only drink from your team but that here's the beauty this is the saving money part i can still fucking drink whatever blake buys i can still drink it i can still take it from him and drink it openly if he doesn't want it anymore it's the perfect way to get a little bit of a drink from every single country without having to feel like you're overspending too much it's literally i've got a great deal for you jim murphy half off half off your entire day of drinking at epcot because that's what i came up with today now, there's 11 countries, so how did you square that away with your draft? Is there not 12? Because I did count... Wait, is the weird African outpost not considered... I mean, I don't Africa's... think that's technically considered a country. It's considered a bridge, I think. <laughs> well, that was... Ca- we did count Africa as a country, we, so that's... We broke into World Show Place, and we drank from a water fountain by the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so let's see. Here was what I honestly think I came out of this pretty strong. My, I came up with my great team um, of Can or of France, Morocco, Italy, Africa, China, and Mexico. I will say I did give Blake first draft pick, and he immediately said the UK, and I openly cursed him the most vile (laughs) profanities i've ever spat doth came from my mouth today when he took the scotch country away from me so which side are you gonna start on because well blake wants to build a lightsaber and i feel like that is a sober experience i feel like you can't really that's a dedicated thing you can't do that you want him to cry you don't want him to drunk cry Exactly. So, basically, we figured out that Blake has the majority of the countries on the Canadian side. I have a fair majority on Mexico. So, we're going to start in Canada, let Blake get fucked up halfway, then we stop in Italy, then I get fucked up on the way back. So, it's a real nice... Because I'm still... I'm going to make a droid, but I feel like I could do that fucked up easily. I could be drunk off I mean, my ass. It'd be like R2. Anakin did it, and he was like eight. 
So yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna be fine. So it's gonna be a buck wild day. The only one we're not going to is Animal Kingdom. We are flying in at five in the morning. Le going and dropping our bags off at our friend's house and then immediately going to Magic Kingdom, staying at Magic Kingdom till 1, then going to Epcot, staying there till 4 or 5, then taking the death buckets, the death air buckets, all the way to Hollywood Studios where we are going to end the night at Aga's Cantina. I mean, I was going to say that it was that you could walk that but you probably don't want to walk that if you're, like, partially boozed up. You will end up in the water. Yeah. Wait, could you walk... How would you walk to Hollywood from Epcot? Would Epcot? it be... It's easy. You walk in front of the boardwalk and then just make a left by the Atlantic City board dancing thing that's down there. I've done it before, so I know it's, it's possible. I know it's technically I, possible. I know I, how... I ran it uh, in the rain wearing uh, shorts, a t-shirt, and my giant goofy hat. Uh, my giant, like, two-foot-tall goofy hat. And when I got to Epcot, uh, the lady at the, at the like, turnstiles uh, berated me for not wearing a jacket, and it was raining. Oh my god, you just got fucking punked out by a random ticket taker. And I, I got down on my knees and asked her if I could go out and play, and I called her mom. Okay, Jim, you, you, you're you that guy at Disney at this point. I hope you realize that. I do love this dichotomy, though, of the people at the front of Epcot are all like, Welcome to Epcot! Hope you have a great day in the nothing that exists here anymore. Meanwhile, on the, on the back, the people coming in for Boardwalk are just like, Put on a fucking jacket, you animal. What are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. I was dingus. very tired, and my, my lungs were burning from inhaling cold air as I ran across the front of the boardwalk in. I mean, I wouldn't mind that, but I know me and Blake would get caught at the boardwalk getting drunk at that magical bar. I'm not <laughs> saying the bar is has magic properties. I'm saying it is a bar that is magic-themed. I walked into it once and went, nope, and then immediately left. That's how I felt about it. I was like, mm-mm, no. I thought it was going to be all of your countries, but Mexico are like in a line almost, like outside of Japan. They're like in a straight fucking line. Oh yeah, bud. Like, oh yeah, bud. It's going to be a fun, fun France time. France and Morocco are like, right next. Aren't to they each next other. door to each other? Yeah, I'm. It's going to be France and Morocco that are next to each other. Then I get to skip a few because after Morocco is the U.S., isn't it? I thought it was either the U.S. or Japan. Uh, no, it's Japan, then U.S., which Blake has, so he has to do two in a row. Then I get uh, I get to do Italy. Then I get to skip a few more while Blake goes and gets drunk off beers. And then I've got Africa and China back-to-back. -back, and then we take breaks. So we don't have any, like, full-on three Are you going to drink lemon, like, lemoncello or whatever the hell it's called in Italy? Do you know how much I tried to get Blake to take Italy? Because he loves limoncello so fucking much. Oh. He loves it. He loves that good, good limon pledge so much. So I was like, I'm going to wait and let him give the opportunity. <laughs> but at some point, I literally started thinking like a football coach doing a draft and thinking like, well, I could try and get Africa right now, but I I don't have much stuff on this side of the board. I got to start working off this side of the board. And Italy's my only Where's real my defense. Big, 
yeah, where's my defense? I gotta spread it out a little bit. I guess we're gonna have to take Italy. I'm sorry. Because I, I went to um, the uh, Italian restaurant that's at the Swan. I think it's in the Swan. I don't remember. Yeah. And I watched a couple get that, like, because they offer it to you just, like, for free at the end of your meal to, like, palate cleanse you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and like, they walked up with this bucket, and they're like, hey, you want some? And these people next to us were like, yeah, sure. And I don't think they knew exactly what it was, but when the guy took a sip of it, the look on his face was pure horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl just, like, didn't even, like, like she didn't even try. She just, like, put it down, like, nope. All right, well, let's get into game planning now that we've got all of this laid out. France, I'm thinking one of those frozen orange thingies that they put liquor in. Like, I'm not going to try to enjoy the the fantastical vin de Francais. I'm going to be just fucking straight up like, that's cold and orange. Put some vodka in it. Let's go. Let's keep moving on. And then definitely a macaroon because I've slowly learned I love macaroons. So I'm going to get both of those. Then we go to Morocco. Even in my comments on Twitter, people were like, I got no idea what the fuck you're going to get Morocco. And all I could find was something referred to as the Rita, which I don't think, I don't think that's a, that's a original. I don't think that's from Morocco itself, but it's that literally from, just a margarita. From company, it, that's from Bush, I think. I think yeah. That's, but Budweiser that's a, uh, makes the... That is a margarita, but with vodka instead of tequila, and that'll oh, probably... Oh, I thought it was, like, a margarita, but with baklava in it. Oh, God! Uh, then, on to Italy. My game plan there is gonna be a tiramisu uh, martini, I think. Because I can't think of anything else I really want from Italy, other than, like, pizza. We will probably fuck up a pizza while we're there. Uh, now... I'm not going to lie, some of these I was taking just because I know I've drank something from there before. For instance, Africa. I don't give a fuck about any of the stuff from Africa other than one time I was there and they sold a frozen Coke with Baileys in it. And I said, I can fuck with that, let's go. That is the only reason I took Africa, not even going to lie. I'm slightly worried about this because you did say that you're going to do this in like two and a half hours. That seems problematic. Do you know who the fuck I am? Do you have you <laughs> you not listened to this show? But do you think when I Would go you to like yeah, I'm going to eat this pizza. I'm going to get this macaroon. Do you think when I go to Epcot, it is a long-term affair? Do you think I spend exotic amounts of? Uh, we have told the story on the show the first time me and my wife went to Epcot. Where I got a drink from, like, Italy or something, just started walking, finished it, threw it in a trash can, immediately walked up to another bar, and my wife looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, drinking. It's what you're supposed yeah. to do here. <laughs> yeah. your, your drink lasts you until you get to the next bar, is how long that drink should last you. Um, let's see. China, tipsy ducks in love, obviously. Um... And then finally on to Mexico, where I will die. I will just go in and, and let me put it this way. Mexico was one of those that I was like, 
I know it's a first-round draft pick, but I don't want it to be my first-round draft pick. <laughs> I don't want this on my conscience at all. Like, it, it, in like football terms, it's like, you're a great player, but you've got a problem at it. Like, I know you're going to cause problems on my team. And then you have to walk back through Canada and the U.K., and pray to God before you get in that bucket that something has come out of you that won't come out of you on the bucket. Oh, okay, I see. Wait, wait, why would I have to... Oh, no! Are the buckets in the back? I thought the buckets were in the front. The, the buckets are in by the International Gateway. Oh, no, the death buckets will be the death of me. Okay. Yeah, you don't get on it, like, by Spaceship Earth. You get on it in by France. Okay, like, well, that, thank, you, from there. thank you for that information, because that's going to help me out a lot with some decisions. I, I no. think you would have noticed when you got, like, you rode up on the monorail and there were no buckets. Yeah, well, initially we weren't gonna do Epcot, period. And then Disney said, oh, yes, yeah, Spaceship Earth is fucking closing. And I said, we gotta go! Fuck Star Wars Land! I gotta ride this one last time! I gotta get my last trip in! So that's what I'm doing. And wow, I didn't think that bit would take the full length of the opening segment, but it <laughs> did. Well, Jim, this is not a podcast about drinking around the world at Epcot, although we could probably fucking do it. If we tried hard enough, it would be me and Blake, but I mean, we could do that. It is instead a podcast about theme park design. And this season, Jim, we are in my least favorite theme park we've ever created, Sitcot. With the great comedic <laughs> vein of nothing but a theme park based around sitcoms. Because we thought, you know what'd be fucking funny? News Radio The Ride! Let's go, baby! Andy Dick The Ride, hooray! Motherfucking rockin' WKRP in Cincinnati, baby! We're gonna get it! I swear to God, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> So, this week, Jim, you did give us a little dun 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 In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the- We are doing the fresh fucking Prince of Bel-Air, baby. Probably, if you had to ask me, like, if we did our own, uh, like, sitcom- uh, March Madness. Fresh Prince would definitely be up there for me. It's probably one of my favorites. And of course, you had to bring it to the table, you absolute douche nozzle. So, Jim, <laughs> I would I would like to know, what have you brought to the table? What's our ride? How are you bringing Big Willie style to the theme park? Well, uh, we couldn't really afford a Will Smith cameo in Sitcot. Or at least a Will Smith-based uh, attraction. So he, he will be in like the ride, but only as a voiceover. Yeah. This uh, this is gonna essentially be like a slightly fast. I don't want to say like a test track style of a thing. Yeah. But you basically take the 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 place of of jazz getting yeah. chased around the <laughs> getting chased around the house by an audio animatronic <laughs> Uncle Phil. Okay, that's cool. Wait, so is this, is there a, um, is there like a, is, is it a ride vehicle or is it, are, are you yeah, just walking? Yeah, it's like, um, like I said, it is going to be like a roller coastery test track sort of a, sort of a thing where it's like you're going through like the house, 
like, but I, I didn't want to make it like the the sets to be like normal size. So they're, they are slightly larger, but that also means that the uncle Phil animatronic is like, not exactly like King Kong sized, but much like, but very imposing and creepy. Okay. So you've basically made the video game. Hello neighbor into a ride. You've made hello <laughs> neighbor, the ride, but neighbor is uncle Phil. I just want for the ending that when you get thrown out of the house, it basically turns into like top thrill dragster or like King to And you just get like launched from oh, the shit. house at like a hundred miles an hour. I, I honestly kind of prefer this as a walkthrough haunted house situation where you, it is like a hello neighbor, except you're trying to avoid uncle Phil. But the only thing is at the end of it, you get strapped into one of those fucking like, not a normal theme park has them, but always like fun spot has one of these things. And it's where you're just strapped into a big ass rubber band that yeets you into the sky. It's uh, one of those. I thought you were going to go into like the bone stripper from nothing but trouble. Oh God, no. Damn it, Jim. Don't bring up. That's my idea this week is Mr. Bone Stripper. The only roller coaster to have its own theme song. Mr. Bone Stripper. Yeah. Um, Fuck, dude, that's so choice. I love this concept where at the end you just get yeeted out of the ride unceremoniously. You just get taken out of yeah, that. You just bad have boy. to be wearing like a loud t shirt and you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well. And any... then uh, when you get done, there'll just be like a wax figure of Carlton you can get your picture taken with. I do love that every single ride vehicle we make, or ride we make has to have a wax figure at the end now we've got to put a wax or it figure could be, you could get your picture taken with like uh both aunt vivians because i think there was two of them was oh, that yeah. that show? i don't remember yeah there were definitely i believe one of the aunt vibs was famously very difficult to work with and that's why well I, I came up with one i came up with my serious one and i came up with my dumb one that i'm going to fully improv i'm going to start with the serious one and it's very simple, but it's just a dark ride that takes you through the theme song itself. Because, yes, there are episodes of, like, fucking Fresh Prince everyone remembers. There's always, there's the infamous, how come he don't want me, man? How come he don't want me? That's iconic. There's the one where Will gets shot and Carlton buys a gun. Then there's, of course, there's iconic scenes is what I'm saying. You know, Carlton buys a gun and then also Apache jump on it. You know, there's those levels. But I think the most iconic thing everyone remembers about Fresh Prince is the theme song. And the dark ride is just going to be taking you through the theme song. So you're literally in a little ride vehicle and it takes you through and you see a basketball court and you see an animatronic Will Smith getting fucked up by some basketball guys. And <laughs> my, my favorite's the way you go in, though, because the way you go in is essentially um, I call it the horror tunnel from Cat in the Hat. The cat in the hat ride where you turn a corner at one point and cat in the hat is just staring at you and spinning and going in circles and just it's freaking you out. It's that except it's an animatronic Will Smith in the throne spinning around to simulate the opening of the theme song. Then you turn. That's when you're in the basketball court. Then you pass by an animatronic mom who's just like, move it with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Then you go around and I don't want this to be short. 
So then you go into Will Smith's room for, I beg damn pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. You know the part no one remembers? <laughs> That's going in there. Then suddenly you're on a plane next to an animatronic Will Smith who's sipping orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air are living like? It might be all right. And then... <laughs> You go through, and then you arrive next to the taxi cab, and uh, the, in case you were wondering, the license plate does say fresh, and it has dice in the mirror, and uh, it was a bit rare, <laughs> but yo, homes to Bel Air, and then you follow the car up to the mansion itself, you walk up to the mansion, and then I'm gonna steal a bit from you, you walk in with Will, and then you get yeeted out into the loading area. So that's how you go back out, is that end kind of jump. Uh, slight alteration. Can this be done in the style of It's a Small World, please? Yeah, oh my god, yes. It's just like a tiny, creepy Will Smith doll. Like, ah, da, 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 da. Now, Just get the Sherman Brothers to redo the Fresh Prince theme music. It's fine. Now, my dumb idea is very dumb and it's based off of just one idea i had and it's one day uh, before the before it starts you actually do see a video showing an episode of fresh prince and in the episode will keeps making fun of uncle phil for being a chubby man keeps making fun of him keeps making fun of him and then you see uncle phil start working out and he's getting real jacked and he's getting real strong and then will's like hey man and then like i'm sorry you can calm down puts an arm on his shoulder uncle phil goes back dex will turns out uncle phil's not just been working out he's been taking karate lessons he's become like a ninja master <laughs> he's become amazing and then uncle phil jacked as all hell finds out that his lawyer comp was he a lawyer he was a judge he was a judge he gets fired from being a judge due to a mistrial and so he gets fired he's lost all of his money his family's moved away uncle phil has become dark and depressed but he's jacked and knows karate now and that is when he takes on the mantle of the shredder and that's when he puts on the full metal helmet Full purple gear. Uncle Phil has become the Shredder. And oh. his the stories of his crime spread throughout Bel Air. And it is up to Will Smith to form a team of ninja masters to take down Uncle Phil. And so as you go through the ride, you see like the streets of Bel Air and you see it dark and you see all of these different and you see Will training and learning how to become better at ninjutsu. You see him training up and defeating uh, Shredder's, Shredder's cronies, Bebop and Rocksteady, who are just human in this one. And so Bebop and Rocksteady, you go through them. Then you finally go to the Shredder. And then that's when Shredder looks at you and is just like, ah, turtles. And it's like, no, we're not. It, and Will goes, man, how'd you even do this? I didn't think you could learn this fast. I didn't know you'd be smart enough to do something like that. And that's when you hear, it wasn't smart enough, but I was. And then Shredder turns and you do see Krang Except instead of a brain, it's just Carlton's face. It's just Carlton in the belly of Krang. And he's just like, I've been seeking revenge for you for years, Will. 
I bought a gun for you. And uh, then the last scene is watching as Will Smith and his uh, team of ninja mutant turtles, let's be honest, team up to take down Shredder and Krang. And it ends on this big victorious moment with all of the turtles standing over Shredder. I've been really into some Ninja Turtles culture lately, so... That's kind of where I came from with this whole situation. Was that can the um, can the Krang body just be like robotic Tom Jones? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. I also just realized I do love this idea of a ride that is a dark ride through like the most iconic scenes of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So you go through and you see like the da 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 the fucking that dance then you go to another room you see carlton dancing to uh to tom jones it's so fun it's so iconic then you just turn one corner and carlton has a gun and you're like what the fuck (laughs) what is this and then like will smith busts in like how come he don't want me man and you're like why is this a room i'm at a theme park right now you don't need to give me this you don't need to put this shit on me right now so those are my three rides, Jim. The one with Carlton that has a gun, the one with Carlton who's um Krang, and the one where Carlton is not involved because it's the theme song. Any questions? I mean, he could show up in the in the last one. He could just be like like a little Mary Blair Carlton doll dancing. Oh you, no no no, he's an he is a wax figure outside that you can take <laughs> pictures with and kiss. So, Jim... It, uh, it, I mean, if we pay enough money, we could probably just get him to just stand there. Do you know how fucking... Tell him he's filming a game show, and it's fine. You know how fucking weird he is? Alfonso Riviera is so fucking... I can't remember what story... It was like Chris Jericho, famed professional wrestler. And a, he was on Dancing with the Stars with Carlton. And he was just, like, talking to Carlton about fucking or some shit. And he's like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, what? I have to find this story. Jim, riff for me. Come up with more ride ideas while I try to find this good story about Alfonso Ribera. We can just cut things out. It's fine. No, no, this <laughs> this cannot be cut. What? This can't be cut. Why? I I do I don't know if I do or do not like the idea of of uh, Le Champion, Chris Jericho, and El- and Carlton from Fresh Prince talking about fucking. That seems. Well, too bad, because you're about to hear it. Um, Let's see. Seven facts about Y2J. Chris (laughs) Chris Jericho lost a TV hosting gig to Fresh Prince. What? I know, right? YouTube Rewind. That's that's all the turtles. The Ninja Turtles are just YouTube Rewind people. I'm sorry. What the fuck? How does he have more than one... Alfonso Ribera story. Why are there multiple stories about? Okay, here it is. Another awesome. He's part of the crew. He's in the inner circle. <laughs> Another awesome story involves Alfonso Ribero. So I've been saying his name wrong the whole time. AKA Carlton. He and Jericho had this exchange before going on stage for celebrity duets. They are waiting to walk out on stage. Which, which I think Jericho lasted like a week and a half in, even though he was like, he's like the only trained singer. <laughs> Carlton, you like sex? Jericho, um, I guess. Carlton, 
Yeah, me too, man. Mmm. Must have banged over a thousand chicks. All right. And that was the whole story. And then they had to go on stage. That's why Jericho got kicked off so early. He was he was out of his game. Alfonso was like, I fuck so much. I hit that fucking, it's not unusual. There's and not they a just good, drop it. Like, there's not a good... This is very theme park adjacent. There's not a good way to... to, 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 to to ask that question. What? Do you like sex? Yeah, that's not a thing you just... Especially not the first thing you say to somebody. I mean, it does sound like small talk being made by someone who's bad at small talk. Like, just walking up and being like, Oh, man, the weather lately, right? Um, Fuck, them some Jordans? Those are nice. Oh, fuck. Like, that's that's yeah. why they're closing Spaceship Earth down. Is because the person that, like, is up in the little tourney thing... Like, walks up at everybody, he's just like, do you like sex? Oh, You're I about to you get about on to a magical like... time machine that's going to go back in time and show you the history of communication and why I fucked up at it. I thought you were about to be, like, fucking in the middle of the ride on certain... It's like the hidden Chewbacca feature, except it's the hidden... <laughs> it's the hidden horny feature where she's just like, do you like to read and write every day? Thank the Phoenicians. You into fucking or what? Like, are we going to meet after this? <laughs> the the Jerry Lewis scientist and uh, and his compatriot up there in the yellow pants just start going at it across the. Oh yeah 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 no 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 no! It's only the narrator. Everything's not. In fact, the mannequins look unnerved, as if they're hearing it <laughs> for the first time. They just look over and like, what the fuck is going on? As the narrator's just like. Oh, look at that Afro mama. Wouldn't mind getting a taste of that chocolate. What the fuck, Dame Judy Dench? No. Oh, horny spaceship. That's what they're, that's the remodel. That's why they're taking it down. They're putting in the horniness. Now we're on the moon and next up Uranus. Oh God. Well, Jim, we've kind of did it. We did something. But we need a challenge for next week. We how many episodes are there left? Uh, this is episode ten. We have five left. How? How? It's been this is the longest season. I just keep thinking like, oh, this is it. We've got only like two episodes left. Ah, shit. We've got so many We're left. Gonna, this season's gonna end up getting canceled before we get to the end. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's no, gonna no, be no. wonderfuls. When I came up with the draft idea earlier, I was in a very sports mood, and I was like, "Could we just, for the last two episodes of this season, do like March Madness and not worry about actually doing what the season is?" Let's see here. Okay, I looked up most famous sitcoms, and oh boy, there's a lot. There's a lot, there's, hey, fun fact, there's a lot of sitcoms that have existed throughout all of space and time. Um, actually, you I'm know. I'm not doing moonlighting. You know what, Jim? Sitcoms don't have to be scripted. All a sitcom needs to be is comedy that's situational. A person who's been put in a lot of situations that lead to comedy, which is why I would like to propose a show where one man goes across America and gets put in a lot of comedic situations as he tries to find the country's best diners, drive-ins, and dimes. 
Fuck it. I'm hijacking the season at this point. I'm taking over the season. He's coming. Guy Fieri, baby. We're doing a ride next week. Let's go, Jim. I mean, I mean, we need a restaurant, so this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next week, <laughs> that famous I really sitcom- thought, I was afraid that you were going to be like, oh, we're going to do, uh, like, Treehouse Masters or something. Oh. No, no, though, the famous sitcom everybody knows and loves, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, coming to you next week here on Opposite Attractions. I did try to win a meet and greet. I follow Chicken Guy on Instagram now, and I peruse it a little bit more than I should. Like, you know, the Instagram of an ex that you're like, I stay on that thing way too long. That's kind of where I'm at right now with Chicken Guy. I'm like, I just stare at it all day. Yeah, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, starring Sexual Assault Dandelion. How come they don't want me, man? As I say, as I look at the Chicken Guy account, how come they don't want me, man? Well, Jim, until next time, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. You can go there. And you can find me... And you can find me on Instagram, Guy Fietti. Go in the comments. Ask for a knuckle sandwich. You guys know what it is. And then you can find me every week on the Food Network, giving you America's greatest diners, drive-ins, and dives. Or you can watch my other show where I force people to shop and make gro- guys groceries games. That's what it is. Triple G. I love the alliteration. And find all the other BS network products online at a load of purebs.com. They got some great podcasts. I eat it on a flip-flop. You know it, baby. And then, of course, support the show. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. They're serving up hot meals there straight for your mouth hole. Get it, chicken guy. Fuck it. Find Jim and Scotty on Twitter at Op-Ad Show. That is spelled O-B-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with G-U-I? That spells guy, baby. It's guy.